0: Day 14 of the Edisha Men's Hockey World Cup England and France advance to the quarters Belgium and Netherlands, can they keep up Europe's domination? And welcome to another World Cup Daily I'm John Lee, I'm joined by Matt Allen And uh, it's starting to heat up on the hockey field Another fantastic night of hockey, although not so many goals this time around, uh, but some intriguing encounters. I would call them intriguing as opposed to showcase, if you know what I mean. They're still very entertaining games of hockey. Yeah, yeah, um, game game two I thought was a bit dull, but you know. Oh, but it was intriguing. There was a lot going on in that game.
1: Well, we hope you're enjoying those games at home and uh, catching some of the great vision that's coming out of Star Sports India. And uh, obviously the the commentary team's there on the ground as well. Um, Thanks for joining us for show number 14, wherever you are in the world. We've got listeners, John, in Australia, the UK, South Africa, Netherlands, the United States, Belgium, Germany, Austria, Canada. Kenya, India. It goes on and on and on. So wherever you are in the world, thank you for tuning in. I believe
0: it's um, six of the seven continents we've got covered, isn't it? Uh,
1: I don't know. There might be somebody down at Mawson's Point even tuning in. Who knows? Mm,
0: Could be. Let's get on to the games from last night. It was the first of the crossover games. The winners of these games were going through to the quarterfinals. The losers sadly the end of the line. And we started with the early game and now I made a bit of a mistake, Matt, yesterday. Uh I said the early games were Starting at 5pm national time, as all the pool games had done. However, all of the finals and crossovers are starting at 16.45, which is. Yeah, you caught me out with it. Yeah, four, I, yeah. Sorry if you listened to me yesterday and you missed the first five or ten minutes of the opening match, because I missed the first five minutes of it. Um, 16.45, which is 4.45pm for time, so it's only 15 minutes earlier than what you should have been used to, but it's an important 15 minutes, nonetheless. So all the rest of the finals will be starting at 16.45. Uh, the late games are staying at the same time. They move them ahead in case there's a shootout. That's the reasoning why these games are starting slightly earlier than the, um, the pool matches. Now let's get into the results from the first game. England and New Zealand, and half-time Tense struggle, 1-0 in favour of England. Full time, it was 2-0 in favour of England. Um, and still pretty much a struggle for them. I didn't think they, at any time, they really dominated the New Zealanders, but New Zealand couldn't get a goal.
1: I think England probably did a lot of the basic things a little bit better than New Zealand did. It was a pretty even encounter. Plenty of opportunities for both teams. Um, New Zealand just weren't doing it up front, though, were they? Steve and Stephen uh had two or three opportunities there, much like in the game prior, and couldn't find the back of the net. The season striker.
0: Yeah, you look at some of these stats. It was pass accuracy, sixty-eight percent to sixty in favour of England. There, possession was 51-49, so it was fairly even that that side sort of thing. Eight shots each, circle entries, twenty-one to England and twelve to New Zealand and five penalty corners to two in favour of England there as well so they probably did a little bit more than attacking Um, New Zealand has squandered some very good opportunities to score and if you look back at their pool games that was probably the biggest knock on their game at this tournament
1: yeah. Um you know, I, thought, I just thought the Eng- English looked pretty good going forward. They didn't score a hatful of goals, obviously. Liam Sanford I thought was good value yeah, for man of the match. Good. Uh first goal superb that run in from Roper and Cowan popped it in at the back post. Um
0: How old's Liam Ansell? Twenty early Now you asking me. Um, I'm pretty sure because he's gonna be a fine player. He's he's very good. They've got some really good players, don't don't make any bones about that. Um at times I think they just struggle for cohesion, but a lot of that came back in last night's game. And um, they'll be very, very happy with this result.
1: You know, I'm, I'm actually looking, you've asked how old Liam Ansell yeah. is, I'm looking at the fantastic World Cup 2018.hockey website, which is where the FIH.ch uh, URL takes you to at the moment. Yeah. Packed full of stats and information. I've clicked on Liam, Liam Ansell's page there, 32 caps.
0: Oh, I could have done that. Date of birth,
1: I? November the 12th Oh, really? Yeah, so we know when his birthday is. (laughs) But it doesn't say when.
0: (laughs) Okay, so we've got a date, but not a year.
1: Now, that second goal was scored by um, uh, Luke Taylor, Adam Dixon's uh, short corner effort, hitting the post, coming back out. Nobody really knew what had happened, um, apart from Taylor, who absolutely smashed it into the roof of the net and off onto the post and back out again. I actually thought it had hit the sort of underside of the bar. It was. yeah, and, and Will Calman had,
0: uh, had opened the scoring in the uh, 25th minute there for, with a, a well-taken field goal as well. So, well, the English, they, you know,
1: they, they, they deserved the win. Oh, um, absolutely,
0: they did. I don't think you could argue that they were lucky to get away with it or anything. They definitely deserved the win.
1: No, still some opportunities late in the game for New Zealand to get back yeah. into it. They, they couldn't take them, so they're on the long flight home.
0: One of the uh, highlights of the game, of course, was George been attempted cartwheel I thought it was
1: pretty good and I heard Rick Charles was being quite scathing about it I said when, did, when was the last time you did one Rick <laughs> I think George, George has been hanging out with Ollie a little bit too much and he's been watching Ollie's moves and he's just got a little bit,
0: oh, little bit excited well George was asked about it after the game I haven't done that since I was about 11 years old I and mean, it didn't end up too well last time I did it. But yeah, that's a bit of emotion to be honest,
1: you know, like, it's been an interesting tournament, but we've grown into it, I think we've really built, and that's what we've seen great teams in the past do in the field. Um, and tonight, Danny, Russell,
0: Bleeves gave us a game plan, like they did against Ireland, and I thought tonight we delivered that for 16 minutes, I thought, so, absolutely outstanding. And that was George Pinner with his thoughts after their very good two 0 victory over New Zealand and thanks to the hockey paper for posting that audio to social media. Uh, so uh, well done to England. They will move on into a quarter final against world reigning Olympic champions and number two I think they are right. at the moment. Argentina. And uh gee, there's, <laughs> there's been quite a few matches here you could you could draw the grudge line through, isn't there? And this is one of them, England and Argentina. Uh, so that should be a ripping game uh, coming up in the first of the quarter uh, quarterfinals. Yeah. Next up, let's get to the next game, France versus China. And I think a lot of us in the hockey world were looking forward to this game uh, with a measure of interest, not because uh, we thought it was going to be the greatest game of hockey ever played but because of who the combatants were, France and China. China, at their very first World Cup, they've made the crossovers. Um, France have been there before, but um, not for a very long time, and this is a big moment for them building up towards the 2020 Olympics.
1: We've got to bear in mind, world number 20, world number 17, world number 20, the French coming into this game off the back of a 5-3 win over world number 2. Um, and China coming into this game after an 11-nil defeat to the world number one, um, so you know you would expect a much bigger scoreline than we had, um, or would you?
0: Well, no, I think both teams would have been concentrating very heavily on defence. They wouldn't want to be leaking goals, um, and it's no surprise it ended up being at full time a one-nil result in favour of France. Half time, it was it was a very tense game. But, as I mentioned before, I don't think it reached great heights. But it was a very tense game. And both teams you know, were more, more feeling each other out than um, throwing killer punches.
1: Well, Victor Lockwood looked dangerous every single time. He got the ball anywhere around the, the Chinese he circle. Um, and he was most worthy of the Man of, Man of the Match uh, award there. And, of course, he was the creator as well for the goal for Clement with a beautiful run down the um, around
0: the baseline and uh, popped it out. So, um, it it was a, it was a very funny game. Uh, it, it broke open in the 36th minute when, uh, got hold of that goal. It made it 1-0 in favor of, uh, France and China were almost forced to have to attack more and, and try and be more proactive in the forward half. Uh, they did take the goalie off with, well, about five minutes to go They had a couple of short corners in their favour we're In also that period of A couple
1: of players down within that period well, as well Didn't later the on. yellow
0: cards come out thick and fast In the last five minutes we, we had to watch the replay a couple of times To figure out who'd been carded when um, And it, well,
1: France ended up with 33 circle entries Six corners to China's 11 and 3 I thought Wang was superb in goal oh, again Oh he is a giant um, that do, you know, do you know what I like most about Wang? What? He loves to hit the post is a is a goalkeeper after my own heart there. Oh, with a stick like. Yeah, tap, tap. Look, when I as soon as I get down into the box at the start of the game, ting 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 just let everybody know that I know where the edges of the goal are. After oh, every good save, ting ting, little rattle on the post. I think it's very important.
0: His his form and I don't mean I mean in the abstract, not like form as in results, but uh his the way he strikes the ball and defends balls is just fantastic. He is going to be if he gets the opportunity, one of the great goalkeepers. But, you know, if, if you're in Mongolia, don't win the national title next year, he might not be <laughs> in the national team, which <laughs> is a right. real pity. China's hockey authorities, make sure you put that bloke in a box, and every time you go out and play hockey, he's in goals.
1: Indeed. Now, it wasn't the result that uh, Ernst was quite expecting either. He was uh, expecting five goals in that one uh, 4-1 winter France, France look at the game previous he was expecting the New Zealand winter is he off the boil what's he going to bring for today's
0: games John I don't know we'll find out after we hear from the winner Victor Charlet
2: if you win one zero, if you win seven zero, you have 3 points and you go in the quarter final. So it, it was a really tough game. We are prepared for, for this. And one zero 0 it's a victory, so you're happy. What was the goal you guys sent before coming to this tournament? and Have you achieved it already? Yes, I think yes, because we are, we are in the top eight. And uh, before the tournament, uh, the, the goal was the top eight. So uh, the, the goal was done, so perfect.
0: And well done to Victor Charlet and the French team. And that audio coming from Hockey India Post on social media, Matt. So thanks to them.
1: Thanks to them. And well done to the big char and his French charges. Obelix,
0: I'm calling him now. I've changed it. (laughs) He's definitely Obelix. He fell into the big magic hockey potion pot. As a kid, Who not sure.
1: th- I, I, don't, I don't recall the name of the Chinese number one runner um, on the short corners, but he copped those two from him, didn't he? Sort oh, he of around, around the knee. Uh, they, well, ended up winning the free hit out because of the, the ball being too high, uh, and then off he went on the stretcher.
0: Yeah, we've seen the commentary team highlight cases of uh, some teams have runners that aren't particularly running in the straight line. Let's put it that way. His,
1: that bloke's problem last night was he was about two or three metres off the pace from where he wanted to be, so there was only yeah. one, one thing that was going to happen.
0: And the poor old New Zealand guy, the runner, he, he copped one, a, a ripper on the leg, the knee there too, towards well, the end but, of the game. But he was, a, he was
1: your go- player with goalkeeping privileges. Oh, yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. Um, he did make a great save at one stage there along the baseline. I, I don't think the... Um, the English player realised that he was a kicking fullback, and he's uh, made a lovely little save, sort of sticking his leg out behind him and oh, just clipped yeah. <laughs> the that's ball. Right, it was, did, it yeah. was very good. Um, that's, uh, so that puts France through to a, a quarter-final against Australia. Who'd have thought that at the b- beginning of the tournament? Well, that's effectively... They're in the top eight, aren't they? They are, which is what Victor said the French wanted to be. Well done to both France and England. Now... There is some, I've got to admit this. If Australia's going to lose to someone from this point on, it might as well be the French. I'd hate to lose to India or the Netherlands or something like that because then we can jump on the French bandwagon and we can ride that through.
1: Oh, well. Uh, well maybe uh, we can just jump jump on a on a bicycle. If we could. Put some garlic around our neck and be... Uh, and be French. Be jingoistic, as now, we've been if,
0: accused. If Australia <laughs> If Australia aren't going to make it through... It it would be nice to see England and, and France play off in a, a, a semi-final, wouldn't it? Oh, uh, oh, would that not be R- a game? Ross Oh, absolutely. Don't forget Call, my friend. <laughs> that could be a game. But let's move on to tonight's games. It'll be Belgium and Pakistan, Netherlands in Canada in the right to go through and play India and Germany respectively in their quarterfinals. Let's hear from Ernst Bart and see how his tipping is going today.
2: You're listening to the World Cup Daily Predictions, a cooperation between studio hockey and the first stick. Get ready for a Belgian-Pakistan and a Netherlands-Canada game today! Pakistan still holds the record for the most World Cup titles from back in the days, but there's only one game that is important, and it's the game to be played today. The once mighty Pakistan faces newcomers Belgium, who have been building for over a decade with this generation of amazing players. Today Belgium will be too strong, and will say goodbye to Pakistan. I predict a 5-2 victory for the Red Lions. Next up is Netherlands-Canada. This game could go two ways, but in either option, it will be the Dutch to go through. If the Dutch score one or two early goals, all hell will break loose on the Canadians and we might see a 7-0. Or Canada manages to frustrate the Dutch strikers in the first two quarters, and we might get a very tight game, finishing on a 2-1 victory for the Netherlands. Both options are entirely possible, but I will never deny my orange blot, so I say, 7-0 7-0 for the Dutch. That's it for today on the Daily World Cup Predictions. Tune in tomorrow for a new episode. But for now, enjoy your hockey. Or as they say in India, bas Hockey. Hi, I'm Trent Midden, and you're listening to the World Cup Daily Podcast at the Odisha Hockey World Cup.
1: And thanks so much to Ernst Bart for joining us there from Studio Hockey with his predictions. Now, of course, you can follow Ernst on social media at studiohockey.com. You can follow us on social media on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, all at the Reverse Stick. Um, hedging his bets there a little bit because even though he's called the 7 0 for the Netherlands, he's still got the fallback of the two-one there to just go. Oh well, I did say. Oh, I did <laughs> say.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, I think Ernst is probably right. What do you do if you're the Canadians? I mean, in in this modern era of television replays and video umpires, you can't just go around at them. So what are they going to do? That was if if I was in the position of being uh, playing a team that much better than me, I would certainly think about being as physical as I could within frustrate, the rules.
1: For a straight, for a straight, yeah, Park yeah. the bus, um, yep. and look for the uh, the breakaway opportunities. Um, look for the young Dutchman Floris van Son. Well, he's not that young; he's 26, I think. But uh, uh, he scored a ripper in the last game for Canada. Uh, I, I think there's. Potentially a goal or two in it for Canada, uh, but uh, yeah, I think ultimately that the Dutch will, will be too strong. Hoping so, and uh, hoping the Hertz van Rental he uh, he pops up with a hat trick because he's now my new captain in my scored dream team.
0: Well, I think that they should comfortably beat the Canadians, but I I would like to think that it won't be a seven nil result. You know, three or four nil. I think that that would be fair. Maybe maybe four one. Canadians deserve to get a goal. Give them a goal. Yeah, give them a goal. Give them a goal. Um, the other game, there's a bit more intrigue about this one. Well, I, I think there is. Uh, Belgium versus Pakistan. Now, apparently, I've been coughing a bit because i was being very bullish about Pakistan pre-tournament. And um, let's face it, they've been a little bit disappointing, the Pakistanis. They've had a few distractions. Who would have thought there would be distractions around a Pakistani team in a major tournament? I don't know. But... Um, well, they've met twice, they've
1: met twice before in the World Cup. 73 Amstelveen, uh, 2-0 win for Pakistan and 2002 in KL, a 3-2 win for Pakistan. Um, but that's a long time ago. And as we said before with that Belgian side, it's, uh, it's been on the improve over the, as Ernst said, the past 10 years. Um, so you can't really sort of take that into consideration. Of late, uh, when they've met up, uh, it was a 2-2 draw with Belgian winning the shootout 2-1 at the Champions Trophy. Uh, a 4-2 win uh, earlier on oh, in the same tournament uh, for, for Pakistan, uh, sorry, for Belgium. A 2-1 win prior to that for Belgium. Uh, so you've got to go back to 2012 for the last Pakistan win. That was at the Champions Trophy uh, in Melbourne where they won
0: 2-0. Not many goals in those games and not much between the teams. Look, you know, I know I've copped a bit of a ribbing for being as bullish as I was about Pakistan pre-tournament and for all of their dysfunction in the pool games and in the lead up to everything that's going on this is the game where an enigma like Pakistan pops its head up and stuffs it up for everybody <laughs> 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 it, it, this game is almost the way that it's all built up is it's almost prime for Pakistan to come out and play the, the game of their lives and and pull off a stunning victory it
1: could happen um, I don't think that's my any prediction. in that. I Just quickly before we leave the games, I didn't mean to mention on the head-to-heads between Netherlands, Netherlands and Canada, the past six meetings, uh, the Netherlands have had every single win, 28 goals for, two against.
0: Let's hope that's not a repeat tonight. Yeah. I, I'd really like to see the Canadians at least play well and uh, you know, help, it helps build confidence that going into the next round of World Cups and, and Olympic Games and stuff That you can build on a team To be more competitive For the next one More competitive For the one after that
1: Yeah well there'll be Some changes there There's a few of the Older heads yeah. I would imagine Be stepping away from That Canada side Moving forward um, John only three goals It's got to be hard For you to pick the goal Of the day isn't it
0: It does But you know what I did And uh, why don't we Check in with Dan Strange And Jake Singh And find out Who it was Now Lockwood Injects the pace
2: hey. Still Lockwood Pulls it back, and it's in. That's a fantastic shot. Reniffy with it. And once the ball was released at the reverse,
1: with a reverse flick, close to the penalty spot area, and a cracker comes in. And Clemo, this is his second goal being scored in the same manner, like he did earlier, just ahead of
0: the goalkeeper, giving it that fine touch. And thanks to Beer and Dan there, and the FYH and Star TV, for... That audio of our generically sponsored goal of the day, comfort and security for an active lifestyle. Super stuff,
1: and of course, Timothy Clement receives our very best wishes. Good team goal there. Um, nice could, touch. Could, could, could have, I think could have gone equally to any three of the goals scored last night.
0: Yeah, but this is the goal that sent the French into a quarterfinal, so, so There's a bit that's of, that's of extra why. significance there. Yeah, um, they were all very well taken goals, you're right. Could have gone to any of those players and well done to the teams and good luck to the teams tonight. What else have we got going on you, there, Matt? Just
1: checking, you weren't being anti English then.
0: Hey?
1: Not, you weren't being anti English then? No. By not giving the goal to an English goal? No. Okay, just clarifying that. Well, how all, do you split them two?
0: That's See, it was much easier to give it in the game where there was only one goal because it meant more. A <laughs> um, couple of bits before we go, John. Uh,
1: dragging the keeper. Why does everybody want to talk about dragging the keeper earlier and earlier and earlier in the game? If that's the case, why do we even bother with bloody keepers in the first place? Let's just play eleven aside. Well,
0: I've just, got a theory uh, that no they keepers. should introduce the rule that if you if you drag your keeper it doesn't go back on. You've got two blokes sitting there and you in pads and you decide you don't want to use any of them. Well, there's that's only what, there's you only
1: there's a, only one spot in the team for the <laughs> yeah. poor buggers. And you want to take them out of the game. Yeah. Well, I'm just not going to pay my fees next season if that's the case.
0: You know, ridiculous. Oh, uh, look, uh. Leave them be. Goalkeepers are goalkeepers. Let them keep the goal. It's interesting because you, you never see, um, you never see someone at one all take the goalkeeper off to win a game, do you? <laughs>
1: well, no, but they're talking about it more, more and more and more. Um, Dragging them out of there, I just leave them alone to leave them be um, if you've got a bit of spare time, do go and check out the World Cup 2018 hockey website that 's the one you get redirected to at the moment from the fihch website uh, there's heaps and heaps of stats on there and you can get in and find player details and player profiles and all sorts of good stuff on there. It looks pretty good uh, crash ball count John
0: six. Six.
1: official audit so we picked up one more last I'll night have from the leaderboard
0: I'll have the leaderboard I'm pretty sure the leaderboard reads Dan Strange 6 <laughs> rest of them nil
1: you could be up for a prize there Dan
0: Oh no I think Charlie's in for one in the first game I don't I think,
1: think did. He, oh, I'm not sure he quite said it. He mentioned crash, but didn't say crash uh, ball. I think he said ball, that ball was crashed. Oh, we'll in, have crashed, to re. We'll do a reorder. We'll um, a re-audit. little bit concerned as well today, John. Um, haven't heard or seen from Ollie. Didn't make it back to the hotel room last night. So if you know where he is out there, please do get him to give us a call. We're very worried. We just uh, need who, to know he's okay. We just need to know. Oh, uh, he okay. out on the furniture polish? Well, <laughs> it, there's rumours that he was out dancing with England and George Pinner but we'll, um. That's yet, to, few be, yet to be proved.
0: Can George moonwalk? Do you reckon?
1: He's certainly good on his back. <laughs> Obviously, who? Great breakdown, George
0: Pinnor. Oh no,
1: sorry, Ollie. Okay, yeah. If you're on the scored dream team, well, congratulations to Mr. Rob Abbott. He's hit the top of the table. I'm down to ninth at the moment, John. You just, out, you're just outside the uh, the top five. Uh, so above you, above me at the moment. So the, the team moment, that yeah. just wants to beat Matt is it, beating Matt. It is above good. me at the moment. um So, yeah, keep an eye on that. Uh, Check out the Canucks predictions on Twitter with Tao McLeod. Follow Tao on Twitter at T-A-O-M-A-C-L-E-O-D. Find out what an ice hockey lover thinks of our game. The weather at game time this evening in BBI, around 23, 24 degrees, 60% humidity, 6K wind, nice and clear. Uh, We're still looking at that. Not so much rain on Saturday, cloudy Saturday, but certainly some rain due on Sunday on the World Cup final day.
0: England versus New Zealand, 53 minutes, 5 metre all. I asked Keely, can't post a response. I need to find out. It was wrong.